Resilience. I want to talk a little bit about resilience today. It is a virtue uh, which you, as, as uh, athletes, must have. Uh, it's the virtue that helps you to uh, continue uh, to practice, to continue uh, to play, uh, even when, you know, it may be raining or it uh, just a terrible, uh, terrible conditions or, or whatever have you, or when things just aren't going uh, so well. Resilience is a virtue that uh, the world kind of looks to athletes uh, to, to, as an example. So in that way, it's, it's much related to endurance, but it's a little bit more kind of complicated than that. Resilience has two other uh, aspects to it other than the endurance factor. Uh, one is the reality that uh, the, the idea that this too shall pass, that there's, uh, that nothing really kind of lasts forever. And then the other aspect of it is, is that there's no perfect time that you have to act and you have to, you have to make a decision to act and there's not going to be the absolute perfect time to do it, but you're going to have to act. And so the, the first one, that there's, um, that this too shall pass, uh, is, is likened to flexibility in that way. It's the reality that uh, if the game is going really well, before you know it, you turn around, things might be going pretty differently. And if things are going difficult, you might turn around and uh, things might be looking better before you know it. It's uh, the realization that just what because of what has gone before doesn't mean that's going to necessarily be the way things are in the future. And so we are resilient both to good times and bad times. We are recognizing that the future is, is kind of up to us and to God to, to take action in and to work within. And so we, we do that in, in a way that is, is free, is open to the reality of, of what we have uh, to work with. And then the, the fact that uh, there's uh, a time to act that it's not ever going to be a perfect time. Resilience tells us that we could sit there and wait, but I guarantee you, each and every one of you, depending on your position and what that looks like, uh, or what uh, you're, you're competing for, if you just stood there and waited for the perfect time, nothing would really happen. You have to kind of make the best with what you have. This is another way in which the world looks uh, to athletes for an example, it's because that's what you do all the time. In, in various different ways, of various different degrees, you're always making a decision to do the best you can with what you have. And that's a lot to do with resili resilience. There are, and uh, Mr. Wheatley might use these from time to time in class, there are these things called uh, moral dilemmas. And uh, they're often um, like moral problems that are presented with the idea of getting you to kind of think of what you would do in the moment. And oftentimes these uh, involve trains. 
believe it or not, so this might sound familiar. So a train is headed down the tracks, and you are standing there, and you can either pull the lever one way, and it's going to send the train towards, say, five uh, children. Or you pull it another way, and it's going to send the train towards 20, 80-year-olds. What do you do? And this and other situations like it are meant to kind of test your moral leanings, or, or get you to think at least. But oftentimes, unfortunately, there's really no good outcome. There's really no good way to answer that. And the world wants to convince you that you have to pull the lever, but you don't have to pull the lever. And I think that's what, uh, what you all as as athletes can begin to recognize is that you can run. You can save as many people as you can. You can do what you can, but you don't have to answer the way the world might uh, cause you to, to answer. There's another option that is to do what you can to save those you can. Your uh, ability uh, to to play your sport, to practice, is, in effect, uh, leading up to that. It doesn't really matter when it comes to these moral dilemmas. It's what's prepared you for that. It's your practice in the moral life that has prepared you to make those decisions or to do what you can. And so we practice. We practice at the spiritual life uh, by prayer. And so we've come together today to pause from your uh, physical preparation and to, to practice in a spiritual way, to, to prepare for those moments in the future where you might be asked to make a difficult choice and to, to prepare your hearts for that. And so we hand our desires over to our Lord and Savior desiring to uh, be formed in such a way that is prepared uh, to encounter these difficult situations and to know that there's not going to be a perfect time, but a choice is going to need to be made and you'll, you'll make the best choice that you can. And God will remain with you. And we, we walk that journey together uh, with God uh, constantly at work preparing us to make these choices.